0: Welcome to guarding your nest egg
1: podcast. I want to go back in time a little bit. Okay. <laughs> in the, I guess it was mid eighties, Mike, yeah. when Nintendo came out and had Super Mario Brothers. Were you into it? Uh,
0: I didn't have it. We had the Sega oh, system, before, and I did yeah. not have that. Was the competitor? My best friend growing up had it, so I do recognize that uh, that sound.
1: Mario Brothers was the jam back in the day, and actually, it's made a resurgence. Playing the old school video games is big again, hip with the kids and the adults that right. still game to escape life, especially during what's going on right now. It's popular <laughs> again, but the video game store GameStop probably hasn't been on your radar until now, thanks to until recently this Reddit message board called Wall Street Bets. It's been part of a trading frenzy because of these guys. As I understand it, Mike, and I want mm-hmm. you to clear this up because a lot of people are confused about this. They don't know if I've it's had a, a few good phone calls, thing, yeah. right, a bad thing, if they should have participated in it. In fact, I had a friend that texted me the other night and said he made $4,000 in one day from buying GameStop. And so we'll talk about that. But... A bunch of DIY investors egged each other on and used a classic Wall Street tactic to put the squeeze on at least two hedge funds that bet GameStop and other businesses in a lull would see their shares fall. Well, the company's stock price spiked from just a few dollars in 2020 to more than $350 in late January. So dramatic that some brokers limited trading. Market manipulation happened. Mm -hmm. Some of our listeners may have been a part of it. Is this a good thing, a scary thing?
0: It's very, very interesting, I think, to anybody in the financial services industry that, that watches the euphoria around it, right? So it's just like anything, it spreads. And mm-hmm. then like your friend who got the $4,000. and he goes, it's
1: you're it's not going like, to believe it. And you're not
0: going to believe it. Like, Why are like, you on hey, Reddit,
1: number one? Everybody,
0: everybody's <laughs> doing it, Kristen. You know, we should all just go, you know, and that's kind of what the Reddit thing was. Hey, everybody's doing it. Let's all buy it. Let's all drive the price up. And what they took advantage of, and actually several of the radio stations and stuff had actually called us last mm-hmm. week to comment, but what they benefited from was something called a short squeeze. And so it was really this sort of David and Goliath kind of battle where Goliath is the big hedge funds that are shorting mm-hmm. positions in companies like GameStop or um, I think Bed, AMC Bath and Beyond was another one. Was one Bed yeah. Bath & Beyond, right? They're, they're, they're on this list. And so these big hedge funds who have you know billions of dollars to invest, they can apply pressure as they short... Those positions, meaning they're betting that it goes down, mm-hmm. it actually pushes the price down. And so, what this um, board basically—you know—this this internet chat site, and I, I'm not that familiar with Reddit, so I don't want to—you know—get too into it. But it's my a understanding is it's, you it's don't a want community. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, it's this community, right, where you're communicating with thousands of people, and and you had mentioned the particular board or whatever that they were on mm-hmm. the topic, and it was like, hey, let's everybody buy it and really put pressure on these hedge funds
1: well it was a tone of let's stick it to the hedge funds let's stick it to big
0: wall street in a lot of ways they did Mm -hmm. right so then you get thousands of buyers all at once instead of shorting it buying it and the problem with shorting a stock is certainly you can buy money but the stock's price has to go down if you're shorting a stock you're betting it goes down when you short it the biggest risk to shorting a stock is you have potentially unlimited losses because there's no Maximum price that a stock could go up to, right? Just think of math. Infinity is the maximum number, it just keeps going. But on the way down, zero is the maximum number. So if I bought a stock for $10 a share and I was betting it that it went up, the most I could lose is the $10 I invested, right? Right. But if I shorted a stock at $10 a share, betting that it's going to go down, but it just keeps going up, Right, It goes up to 20, goes up to 30, goes up to 40. It's potentially unlimited losses. So just to define real quick for our listeners, and I realize a lot of people know this, but the reason the hedge funds that are shorting were losing money, and the reason that GameStop went up so fast is they were forced to what's called cover their short positions. What do you mean? So buy them back. Oh, okay. So they shorted it, then they had to turn around and buy it before it went too high because their losses were potentially unlimited. And so that's why it spiked so fast over that period of time. And certainly people were able to make money, but the people that are, in my opinion, gonna get hurt and be careful in these situations, these situations happen over a Uh very short period of time, but eventually companies like GameStop or anything else, it's gonna find its actual value. And so when it was trading around $350 a share, Certainly, people are going back and looking at the book value of the company and going, it's not worth anywhere near that, actually. It's just this high number for this very specific reason. So at some point, it will find its actual value, which is probably um, where it was
1: in 2020, where it
0: was at that point. Um, just a few and, and bucks a And you could lose a lot of money, right? Yeah. And then you brought up companies like Robinhood, who wound mm-hmm. up in the media because they restricted trading. And a lot of people
1: felt that that was not okay. I mean, they're trying to stop the little guy from taking advantage of a situation. What are your thoughts there?
0: My thoughts, and just because I I work in the industry, there were two sides to that story. Certainly, there were probably some little guys and women, I don't want to say little guys, but that were going to be harmed in the sense when it came to uh, not being able to trade the stock. But Robinhood, just like any other company, still has to act as a fiduciary in that situation. okay, They're still required to protect their clients. And so taking a look at that scenario and looking at all the reasons why the price is inflated, and it's not because the value is really that high, at some point they have to come in and protect their clients, and their clients are those traders. So that's like that fiduciary almost responsibility. Exactly. Okay, And so they have to come in and say, listen, you could potentially be harmed severely if we allow you to buy into this at these prices that are super high. So again, I don't know anybody over at Robinhood, but I am sure that their attorneys and everybody taking a look at the situation is going, hey, listen, this is potentially a very big problem for our clients. Yeah, we realize if we restrict trading, it's really gonna upset some people. But at the same time, sometimes you have to step in. So I personally don't believe it was them trying to harm any clients or protect the hedge funds in any way but it was potentially a really really big problem because it will go back down it can't be as high as it was at that point in time and at some point it's their job to protect investors even if um even if it doesn't look good so what they did was they said you can't purchase it anymore in other words you can't take on more positions they were allowing people to sell it so the idea is well we're going to let you get out and protect yourself we're not going to let you buy anymore and again kristen we work with smaller investors right mm-hmm. we don't work with hedge funds it's our job to protect people that are regular investors retired or very close to it looking to protect and grow their nest egg and i guess i can relate because if my clients had called me up and said gee whiz you know what should i do with gamestop it's really going up i'd say whoa 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 you know this is your life savings i mean i get it if you're, you're not 20 something 30 something years trader. old well, yeah you got to be really careful with this stuff because unless you know exactly where it's going to be tomorrow as far as the price, I don't think you can afford, you know, to take that type of risk in the portfolio.
1: If you're 50 or older, maybe this whole Reddit GameStop thing was just a headline, or if you were really into it and doing that day trading... I guess there's nothing wrong with that, Mike, if, if that's their play money, if that's not sure. their true retirement. but
0: Got to be willing to lose what you're betting.
1: Exactly. The bottom line that I'm hearing, though, is that when you're near retirement or already there, you kind of have to put the blinders on with things like this. Be aware of it, but have a plan. Have a true investment strategy that isn't jumping on the coolest, newest, hippest thing and is focused on what is really the hippest thing of all, you having money when you retire to pay yourself, maintain the lifestyle that you're living and make sure that you can enjoy what you work so hard for. I mean, you've saved and invested and sacrificed all these years. Make sure that you can enjoy life with your family or maybe it's just you. You can always connect at guardingyournesteg.com. At there are so many different ways to look at making money in this world. I mean, you could be a washed up radio DJ, could be a financial advisor, you could also Down the middle, one hand to tight end catch. What a drive. Play football. And a lot of folks watching the Bucks Chiefs play for the championship this weekend. If so, the last thing on your mind is probably money, but football, Mike, we were talking before today's show, yep. it can actually teach us a few things about how to approach our investment strategy.
0: So, you know, I grew up in Florida and oh, uh, I have no I, doubt
1: who you're pulling for.
0: Yeah. Well, here's the other part. So this is interesting. I didn't tell you this yet. So Miss Katie mm-hmm. is a little bummed right now because a lot of people in her group, they got free tickets to the Super Bowl.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: Can you imagine? right? No. And so, so here's the caveat to that. So because they work at the hospital, right, they were in line to get the vaccinations. Mm-hmm. And so Katie, because she's always working with individuals at the hospital, so she's in line to get the vaccinations. But the way they handled it, because they, they can't have too many people in the stadium, they went out and then anybody in the group that had had both vaccinations prior to a certain time Mm -hmm. all got tickets to the super bowl and she did not (laughs) She didn't (laughs) (laughs) because she opted for a later date to get her uh,
1: oh i know she's kicking herself
0: oh just a bit Uh, (laughs) because she
1: loves football
0: she she does yeah yeah, more more than me yeah so uh yeah she had her (laughs) free ticket to the super bowl and now she doesn't so
1: (laughs) Oh Man, that is crazy. Okay. Yeah,
0: so we'll be watching the game, and she'll still be a little bummed. I'm sure she will remind me of how she could have been there. Yes,
1: only. and somehow yeah. it'll be your fault, too. I look forward to hearing I'm how sure. that works yeah, out. Yeah,
0: somehow <laughs> I probably did something to create that. But, but let's uh,
1: make this a positive. What can yeah. we learn from football when it comes to money? What can we take away there?
0: There's a lot to it. And, you know, retirement's not a game. You know, I mean, it's it's pretty serious. But, right. but there are some similarities. And one of the big ones is I think of is preparation. I mean, you really, really have to be prepared. And I think preparation isn't quite as important. I mean, certainly it's important, but it's not quite as important when you're working. I mean, you can you can afford to be just a little less serious about your sort of month to month planning. And I mean, you know where the money's coming from. Mm-hmm. You go to work, you get paid you have health insurance, you make contributions to your retirement plan. I mean, over 20, 30 years, you understand how this works. When you make that transition into retirement, all of that goes away. So preparation is really, really important. You gotta prepare for retirement. Where is your income gonna come from? How should your money be invested? How are taxes going to affect you moving forward? What about inflation? All of these things go into that, and that's really the preparation part. We have conversations with people every week about helping them get prepared for retirement. And it just starts with making sure that their portfolio is invested in a way that's efficient for them. Mm -hmm. Highest rate of return, least amount of risk, least amount of fees. But then we also want to get into things like income planning, estate planning, tax planning. And the other thing, Christmas. things change, right? It's, it's true. We you can't got just pretty... stick
1: to a game plan. Things are no, going to change. I mean, we're, we're,
0: we're talking about this um, week after week with our plan Biden website, right? Uh-huh. Um, literally, we had a particular plan with Trump as president. We had a pretty good idea of what was likely to happen. Now things have completely changed, right? I'd say, well, now we're calling an audible mm-hmm. <laughs> on on those retirement plans. We you know, it's different. I mean, good grief. We'll talk about this a little bit later in the show, but you know, first seven days, forty plus executive orders, I mean, come on. I mean, if you're not worried about that, you haven't been watching the news. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, calling an audible, and then just execution. So um you know, once you come up with a plan, you have to execute that plan effectively. And if you, don't have the right strategy and the right preparation and everything in place to be able to then execute it in the best way possible, you're still going to have plans down the road. So again, I guess we're making a football analogy because of the big weekend here and the yeah. big game. And we're having some fun with this, Kristen. Well, and because time,
1: I'm mourning that football is ceasing for a bit. I mean, that's to I feel to ceasing real. for a bit,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, listen, I'm just happy the Packers are out of it. Otherwise, Miss Katie, I've never heard of it. So. <laughs> But anyway, let's just make sure we're prepared. Let's have a good weekend with the football game, but at the same time, let's make sure we're prepared for retirement.
1: The Bucks, the Chiefs, they didn't just stumble upon a lucky season and get there. I mean, sure, luck has something to do with everything to a small extent, but each team, each coach, each player had a plan and they followed that plan to get where they are. And the same holds true with your financial life. Whether you're a DIY investor or you have a financial advisor, you need a plan now and in the future of your retirement.
2: This is Guarding Your Nest Egg. Podcast. Mike Lester is a registered representative of and offers securities through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offer through Retirement Wealth Advisors. Talent Wealth Management and Retirement Wealth Advisors are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Mike Lester is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Talent Wealth Management, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this radio station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation. recommendation. Recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer to only fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by Retirement Wealth Advisors. Florida license number D056341. California license number 0N00828.